That's what, that's what we should call our podcast, Handsome Voices. Handsome Voices. <laughs> that's, what, that's the title of this week. Handsome Voices. <laughs> okay, we're rolling. We're ready. Is there hey. an opening theme song? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. Are we, what? Yes. Are we, Andrew's drunk. Go. <laughs> and go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Andrew. This is Josh. And I'm Lee DeMarb. <laughs> In my handsome voice. We've been talking for like an hour about nerd things, and then we were like, oh, we should press record. This would be, I, I thought to myself an hour ago, this would be a really good radio show. I find... Or, or, no, we're not the radio. We're podcast. Before Better pressing record and after pressing record, yeah. or after stopping, conversations keep going, and you're yeah. like, oh, we should have kept going. But then you would just have four-hour podcast. You'd be which like, exists. Or we yeah. shouldn't talk to each other. Yes. Unless the microphone's on, which makes the show more interesting. Yeah, no talking. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. rude. Don't so, make eye contact. Well, eye contact, yeah. We should not open our mouths and no. point them at each other. We show up here. That's go. what they should have said to uh, to um, Marilyn Chambers years ago. Don't open your mouth and point it at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at Andrew and trying really hard to make him laugh. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 his coffee's loaded, that's what. Yeah. Um, okay, it's good. It's cute. You're, you're very adorable today. <laughs> what day? Today is Friday, February 23rd, but we're going to be... It is? Oh, yeah. I yeah. see. We're doing the future. But we're in the, we're in the past. We're going to be posting this next week. And uh, so initially I thought we could just chat about the Oscars, but then, Lee, I think you just said we kind of know what we're screening next week now. We do. So do you want to... Tell us. It could be a surprise to us too. Yeah, we're, we're showing the new. Um, we're showing the new Kylo Ren movie, Patterson. Oh, I, mean, I want to see this. Adam Driver, played by Adam Driver. Kylo Ren, yeah. Yeah, I, I, Kylo Ren drives a bus. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, a prequel I, to Force Awakens. Jim Jarmusch directed. Jim Jarmusch. I have I have nerd typecast Adam Driver, and other villains throughout cinematic history. I don't have this like anger to. Yeah. But I'm really mad oh, at him. Because he killed Han Solo. Really mad. Yeah. And yeah. and. I, I don't have like a Kylo Ren action figure. I don't like. I, I just can't get. Well, over it's, that. it's a good point because yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking about where the new saga is going, and I keep yes. thinking of the end of Return of the Jedi. The end of Return of the Jedi, uh, Luke takes his father's mask on. They they connect eyes, and it's yes. like my daughter even says every time I watch Return of the Jedi with her, she says, "Aw." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like genuinely touched by the idea that they, they kind of, there is good in him. And Luke does bring, you know, he does bring balance to the Force by yes. throwing the Emperor off the railing. However, with the new saga, yeah. there's none of that for Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren could never have that connection with Leia, whoever it's going to be. It's horrible. Because he killed his father. That would have been my writer's room pitch, would be kind of like they talk about in Force Awakens of bring him home. Yeah. So it would be like Luke and Chewie and Rey yes. bringing him home. Yes, exactly. Now Carrie Fisher's dead, which is the worst thing. Horrible, horrible. So you can't even have that, really. But Peter Cushing is still alive. Peter Cushing. Yes. Bring Peter Cushing You in. know how why he's still alive? I was talking about this with Phil last night at Chez Lucien. Uh, we were talking about Top Secret. And Peter Cushing's in Top Secret. And you remember, like, it, I think it's in the trailer. He's got a magnifying glass to his eye. Yeah. And his eye is really big in the magnifying glass. And the joke is, when he pulls the magnifying glass down, his eye's still really big. Do you remember that gag? He's a librarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's doing the whole scene backwards. They film it. They, they had the actors perform backwards, and then they ran the film backwards. So they're walking forwards, right. but speaking in pig Latin. It's really funny. And it starts yeah. with him in the magnifying glass, or at least ends with that. And it's a funny gag. And it's in the trailer, and so to do that, to make his eye really big and this like makeup, they had to f- 
do a face mold, they did a cast of his face. So they lied Peter Cushing down, they poured dental adjuvant over his face back in 1982, you know, when they shot this movie, and they created a mold of his face, and that allowed them to make the eye. So when they did Rogue One, just, you know, last yeah. year, they found that face mold for Top Secret, and that's how they recreated him, make him look so good. They, oh. they, they scan the face mold in the computer, that's how they make movies now in computers, <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, that's what gave him the likeness. That's crazy. Yeah, top secret. So Donald Kilmer saved the Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> the entire friend. The Zucker Brothers. Yes, yes. It's amazing how how quickly we just get to Star Wars. <laughs> like, just like we don't come see Patterson. Yeah, yeah Patterson. That's right. Pat well, Patterson led us to Star Wars. Starring Peter Cushing. Uh, well, I, I'm excited for Patterson. I like Jim mm -hmm. Jarmusch. Yep. Jarmusch. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a movie I haven't liked of him. I even like Coffee and Cigarettes, which not a lot of people oh, like. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot too. I remember seeing it at the bartender, no one liked it. No one liked it who worked there. No one liked it who walked out of the theater, who I saw in bars for weeks. Yeah. I just watched his first movie, uh, Permanent Vacation. Yes. Where did you see that? The Criterion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. I haven't seen I don't think I've seen that. I think it's I don't really think good. I've seen anything before Stranger Than Paradise. Is Stranger Than Paradise his first major release? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, I remember I was at university when that came out, and that was like everyone was talking about it until Reservoir Dogs came out. And then everyone started talking yeah. about Reservoir Dogs. But yeah, like Stranger Paradise was like heroic. I love Ghost Dog with another Star Wars alum. Yeah, yeah, I went to see that at the Victoria Independent Film Festival. Oh yeah, and it opened there, and it never opened wide anywhere. I think the Bytown showed it like later on, like two nights or something. But uh, that's yeah, that's a super film. I'll always remember it because I worked at Rogers Video back in the horse and carriage days when there was these video stores that we would use to get movies from, mm -hmm. and it was one of the movies that on VHS came out widescreen. And that happened with a few movies. I think like E.T. was one, and there, there was a handful. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia, I remember. This cassette is broken. Yeah, and there'd be people <laughs> coming in, and you're just, you're trying to be nice and, because some people, would, you would explain, and they go, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. But some people would just fight you on it. And I go, well, you know, like you go to a movie, and it's kind of a rectangle, and your TV's kind of a square, so this is just showing you the whole image. You're like, no, I remember seeing this other places when you can see more of their head and legs. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't. So I'll always remember Ghost Dogs being one of my go-to examples of a widescreen yeah. VHS. It was yeah. only released on widescreen, which was pretty rare at the time. How come no one complains? So the, the black bars in the top and the bottom of Ghost Dog and Last yes. Mohicans and yeah. Manhattan and Color Purple that drove everyone crazy. Yeah. And everyone who rented those cassettes complained they thought the cassette oh, yeah. we rented them was broken. How come no one complains in movie theaters when the same black bars are the top and the thinking. bottom? That's what I was thinking, yeah. You go see a movie, they build the theaters as boxes. Yeah. And so because so the room's square, so when you want to show a CinemaScope movie, they have to put those black bars in the theater now. And... You know, sometimes you spend thirty dollars to get into a movie theater, yeah. and the freaking black bars at the top of the bottom—the same black bars that yeah. pissed everyone off in the '90s—and no one's saying anything. People are just working their money over. They have no idea, and it's not their television, so they're yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, even on TV, I remember when like when Simpsons, which is a rare show that existed before and continues after the the evolution of television, is you know Simpsons used to be square, yeah. and now the new ones are more rectangular. And so you'll see them, if watched properly, the reruns you'll get 
bars on the left and right on your TV. And some dummies will just like zoom in. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's true. And, and that yeah. drives me nuts too. Like, imagine watching whatever, like Wizard of Oz, on your big TV and just zooming in. Well, <laughs> you might as well just look, take a magnifying yeah. glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, mo- some you know some high-end televisions or stereo places, shops in Ottawa only sell 4K TVs, and then there's some yeah. stores that only sell DVDs. So there's people. Buying 4K TVs and watching their DVDs on their 4K TVs and this drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the evolution of cinema just so quickly before we? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was I, I was reading this really scary thing yesterday about where cinema is going, and what IMAX's next move is. IMAX wants to open up uh, virtual uh, virtual reality cinemas. Okay. Oh, with the big uh, the big, the, the big the face masks. So you can get these right now for your PlayStation 4. But I saw there's a, they opened up a demo cinema out in California, I believe, and they it looks like a real movie theater. You walk in, there's posters on the wall for the ILM studio or the John Wick room, and you buy your tickets, and they're expensive, and the showtimes are just like a regular movie. But then you walk into a small room with your friends, and you put on these masks, these helmets with glasses, and you play. You're in a virtual world, and you use the whole room, and you what? walk around. And there's pictures of it online, it, and it made me think that you know this is IMAX, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. IMAX is getting farther and farther away from celluloid every day. Yeah. But it made me think I can see Silver City closing down some of their screens right. and opening up these virtual reality rooms. And mall cinemas, that they're talking about how they want to just clean out mall cinemas and put in these virtual reality rooms. So it's like you and your girlfriend standing in a closet with glasses on, yes, yes. <laughs> watching the new Star Wars movie? There's pictures of it online. The, the <laughs> guy in the standing in the middle of a room with, with the goggles on, his friends are sitting down beside him without glasses, looking at him, cheering. <laughs> you know, so it, weird. It is, but IMAX is pushing this. Yeah, it's bizarre. But it's, it's, I always, I, I try to be kind of glass half full, and you have rose-colored glasses about running this place, but it's, I, I am enthused over and over again when people come in big numbers, and when people are bringing kids, and little kids are excited to come. Mm. And, and I think that, you know, like us, we, we would love 300 people a night, but we don't need 10,000 people a night. And it's kind of like with mm-hmm. little, little bookstores or little record shops, like Black Squirrel across the street or Compact Music in the Glebe. They have a very small, loyal audience who mm-hmm. kind of keep them open, and they don't really have to think of that next step as long as they have that, yeah. you know? And it's the same with, like, I just... It's like, oh, I'm going to Disneyland on vacation. It's like, or you can put on these glasses and sit in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird to me. It is. It is. And it made me think, okay, as long as, we, as, long as seniors exist, yeah. I think the Mayfair <laughs> will do all right. But pretty soon, those who play who are interested in virtual reality, like Logan, Christy's boyfriend, who right. that's all he does now, like when he becomes a senior, yeah. is he still going to be interested in virtual reality, or yeah. will he go? Oh, let's go to the Mayfair. And it and it is Let's that kind of uh, <laughs> three. And, That's Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> and not yeah. in like the, uh, the 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 negative way that poor hipsters always get you know thumped with, but there is that hipster vibe too of people wanting to buy vinyl, wanting mm. to That's experience the things, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, wanting to to and even like anybody can either legally via like iTunes or pretty easily like steal music online. But if you want to go see whatever band, that, that Weezer concert or that Metallica concert or you know, it, that, that Lady Gaga concert is going to be very different going to see it live yeah. or looking at great works of art in a coffee table book or going to MoMA to see it. So mm-hmm. that's all we can hope for is people still, I always, I, I feel so 
sad for people when they, bra- you know, of course, I watch movies at home sometimes too, uh, but who really brag about watching movies at home, who really, and it's like, well, don't you want to go out with your friends and have a nice night? And, yeah. you know, that it's, it's that, that, um, that triangle life that people talk about where it's like, you work in an office, everything's at the mall. So like your, your, your groceries, your shoes, clothes, and then you go home and watch TV. And that's your life. That's all you do. And it's nice to get out of the house every once in a while. Yeah. You talked about the vinyl experience. I always feel that when we show 35 here, and I always bring yeah. that up. You know, we mostly show just digital mm-hmm. cinema now. I would say not, almost 100%. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. But the, the, the Saturday night cinema at the end of February, I, I brought in this really exciting 35mm print, which I'm excited to see. And that to me is like watching, like if you like vinyl, and you, you yeah. still think it's, it's nicer to listen to music on vinyl than it is CD or MP3, then don't miss... Saturday Cinema at the end of February. Although it might be, it might be end of March because our projectionist might Is be expecting. having, a, yeah, he might have a baby any second now. Yeah, Could be so now. <laughs> he, you know, we, we might be forced to show something digitally at the end of February. But if if all goes well and, and she's <laughs> doesn't have a baby on time, then we can watch this incredible uh, print we brought in. Nerds are going to be cursing Marcus's fatherhood <laughs> yes. for making it. And this delay. print hasn't really been shown. It's that never. Much. It's never screened. It was, never? It, it, no, it never screened commercially. It, the, the, I don't know if I told you the story, and I don't want to say the name of the movie. No. But it's a big director, made a film, and the studio bought the rights, and they, they dubbed it in English, and they never released it. Uh, they decided last minute, it's like, oh, let's not release it. But they had this 135 millimeter print in the, in the studio yeah. forever, and they just said, oh, let's just sell it on eBay. And a friend of mine in the so United crazy. States bought it. And it was like Marcus opened it. It's the splices were still on there. It's never been screened. Wow. Uh, so it's it'll never be screened to to, to in theaters or released on home video. This is a once in a lifetime chance. And it's just it's not like Jaws four. Please get me five. Yeah. It's a masterpiece <laughs> from this incredible yeah. filmmaker. It's Police Academy 6. <laughs> the dubbed in English version. <laughs> Police Academy six. Yeah. That's yeah. I was talking about Janet Gretzky last night too, who was in Police Academy Five. Okay. I remember being excited. I was young and I yeah. thought she looked really good in a white bikini. Yeah. Now she now it looks she has the physique of Wayne Gretzky. Which <laughs> one was Christopher Lee in? Christopher Lee was in Mission to Moscow. So that I have with not Ron seen Perlman. that one. With Ron Perlman. I, it's yeah. funny. I forgot those guys were in it. I read an interview with Ron Perlman. It's like, that's easily the shittiest movie I've ever yeah. made. It's going to be seven. Yeah, and I was like, Max, look, it's Count Dooku. I'm like, that's crazy. Because I guess Christopher Lee had a, uh, made a movie a long time ago with Paul, who's the producer? Paul Mazursky? Or how do you say his name? Paul Mazursky. Paul Mazursky. Yeah, they Maslan- been- No, not Mazursky. Uh, he's the filmmaker. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Maslansky, I think it is. Yeah. They had made, made a movie years and years and years ago. I think maybe, I don't know if it was a Hammer movie. Or, I don't know what it was. Well, he, Chris really felt he owed him a favor, so he went to Russia to make this movie with him. That's not a very good movie. Uh, Tom Selleck was on, on Colbert or something, talking about his cop show that he's in right now, and he said for quite a while, even recently, there was there's a script out there for three men and a bride or something like yeah. that, and it was going to be the little girl is like a 25-year-old getting married and the three dads and everything. And I'm like, man, I bet you Gutenberg's just like, yeah. Because, like, Gutenberg, <laughs> you look at his career. Academy. Like, Police Academy, Cocoon, Three Men and a Baby. He was in big, big films. And I don't know what the turn was, but... 
It was Cocoon. I think Cocoon the other two is guys the are still around. Like Cocoon Ted Danson's too? still big, and Cocoon was the reason why he left the Police Academy series. Right. Or he did Cocoon. It was a big hit, so he left. Then right. he didn't come back for part five. Right. He's yeah. in the first four, which are yeah. It, Masterpieces. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's the series to me. It really ends after yeah. four. It lost yeah, what, the narrative yeah. thread after four. A friend of mine made a movie with him in Toronto. Yeah. What was that called? I went to see oh, it in Fantasia. That's the action movie. That's where he's like an action star. He's got Airborne? Like, Airborne. And he's got like this jar full of, it looks like bath beads. Like, I guess it was before Bad, Bed Bath & Beyond. Or, or no, what, where do you buy those things? A body shop. And it, lo- yeah. it really looks like he's got a jar full of soap. But they make it seem like... It's like it's a nuclear, bomb. yeah, and it's funny to see him running around Toronto with this like jar full of soap. It's kind of like the taser in Mad Detective. Looks like a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. It's the like Moscow taser. <laughs> the Moscow taser. Well, I know he's in a franchise from the uh, the Sharknado gang now too. Yeah, what was that movie? He's in like a big bug movie. Oh Luke yeah, Bloomberg. yeah, with Martin Cove. Isn't Martin Cove in it? He, yeah, but no, it was... Uh, two Lava, Two Lava Lunch? It's yeah, like, and two actors from Police Academy are in it. The, yeah. Yes. Michael Winslow and yeah. the... I, I, Michael Winslow's the only guy who's been in everything. Like, he was in all the Police Academy movies, yeah. Yeah. and he was in the cartoon. Yeah. Like, he's like... And there was a live-action TV series, too. Oh, that's right, and he's yeah. in that. I think, yeah. Yeah, he appeared in a few episodes of that. I was, I'd never seen the live-action TV show. The 80s were weird, because there, there was... Okay, so there was... Really? I, I thought they were okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo... Police Academy yeah. RoboCop. And Toxic Avenger. R-rated films yeah. that a decade or so later were Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And you look at Police Academy, and I think each movie kind of gets a little bit lighter. Like, yes. goes uh, like a hard R, soft yeah. R, PG-14, PG, and the last one's like family There's rated. There's in part one and a blowjob sequence. It's crazy. And, yeah. and There's RoboCop. There's movies in part two, and it's PG-13. And can you imagine now, like, I'm trying to think of, a, of, a, of an example, but like... Some... I know, Lloyd Kaufman, I saw Lloyd Kaufman speaking in a room full of people. Yeah. He said... Toxic Avenger is the only film ever, an R-rated movie, to become a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. And I said, Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Police Academy. As one of my one of my prized possessions is Lloyd. I got a uh, a signed cell from Toxic Avengers. Mm. Toxic Avenger that Lloyd signed. Yeah. When he was visiting. Isn't Lloyd still have one framed here? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 Was it Toxic Crusaders? Toxic Crusaders. Yeah. That, yeah there was, was like called? action. It was kind of in the Ninja Turtle era because there was like yeah. action figures and. A lot, boxes and a lot of he- heavy metal. I think one th- one third or two th- two thirds. Yeah, two thirds or one third. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a big part of the pie yeah. of heavy metal was animated in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Right, and yes. so was the Star Wars cartoon from the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, so there's someone in Ottawa oh, in man. their basement. Yeah, there's a shoebox full of cells from these movies. Oh man, I went just to, uh, a few years back. Uh, went to a little art gallery show here in town, and do you remember? The really weird Wizard of Oz Saturday morning cartoon, and they were all they were all kind of squat and very simple animation. It was like early '80s. And it was mm. called like the Land of Oz, but it was like mm. they had cells for that and Rocket Robin Hood at this gallery wow. show I went to. And yeah, because Ottawa's for decades been a big animation yep. town. A friend yep. of mine in town is working on a number of used to be Disney uh, movie franchises, but she's doing. A Lion King, like next generation, essentially. But they don't use cells anymore. Do no, they? it's all. Yeah. It's, it was very interesting. It's kind JPEGs. of like they had all these JPEG bags in a shoebox downtown. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's. A, it's essentially like stop motion animation now. Yeah. So it's still a skill, but it, it's right. instead of drawing, you're moving around like a puppet in there, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's very different. But yes, yeah, so there's all kinds of Disney stuff being produced in town as well. But yeah, oh man, I would love. Yeah, you're right. Some basement has a bunch of those yeah. Boba Fett cells. I, know, I remember. I met this guy in Phil Turtle. 
he was an animator in Ottawa, and I did co-op in his basement. Yeah. And I was helping him animate some crappy new thing for Nirvana. And he told me he worked on, the, on Heavy Metal. And I just wanted to go to his house and route through anything. Anyway, there's lots of good reasons to go see Patterson. <laughs> <Maybe>. Patterson. <laughs> uh, that was the question. What are we showing? Patterson. Is there After another the new film this week or is it all um, Oscar? Uh, Julieta. Julieta. Yeah, the new, uh, the new uh, Pedro Almodovar yeah. film. Looks, looks good. I want to go see it. Mm-hmm. I like... I like how he photographs women. Yes. Oh, no, wait, that's this week. But what about next week? That's no, Oh, that's yeah. this week. Not a, what about next week? Yeah, next week. Exactly. Patterson, I'm sorry. Patterson Patterson's week. this week. And what is it? And Fences? No. Um, fences we still got holding over on, yeah. as we speak. Lion? Lion's coming back. Manchester. After the, after the Oscar. Right. Manchester's coming back because we assume it's going to win some Oscars. Lion yeah. will be back. Yeah. Um, Pat, that's the week of Patterson. Double X, XX. Okay, yeah. So, so Not triple X. No. <laughs> so for the genre fans, Double X. I should go with my computer. And then Patterson, and then a bunch of Oscar stuff. Because, uh, I mean, you never know, but we think, what, Casey Affleck's going to win Best Actor, Deb Patel's going to win Best Supporting Actor. Mm. Um, and Rogue One's going to win Special Effects. Yes. I'm certain <laughs> of it. If it doesn't happen, Andrew's fired. I want Kubo. That's sad that we'd go there, but that's just the way it is. I'd be fired in front of, like, 250 people. <laughs> <laughs> we should give you your two weeks on stage. <laughs> Get someone to pick a name out of a hat, but it's all just Andrew's names in the hat, and they pick out a name, and the person fired tonight is Andrew. Did you see uh, 20th Century Women? Yes. No, no. I got to see it. It's excellent. I got to see 20th Century. I got to see. I'm, I'm pretty, all the other Oscar stuff we screened. Why she wasn't nominated is a mystery. So I've seen Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. So yeah, I got. I have to see. That, I mean, that 20th Century Women is nominated for best script, not for best picture, but it's nonetheless something I really want to see. I found it. It's directed by the guy who did Beginners mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. which was Gwen and I's first date at the Mayfair. Oh, yeah, that's and nice. So that's a. Uh, it's. It's. I can't believe it seems like. It seems like Gwen's always just been here at the Mayfair, but. But yeah, I, I was like, that was our first date. She bought me the Blu-ray. And although I really like the movie, I'm like, that's a weird for my nerd collection. And she's like, that was our first date. And uh, yeah, so I got to see 20th Century Women because... Uh, I, I, I took a girl out when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. You did? She looked like Julie Delpy. Okay. Um, particularly from Block. <laughs> but, but you didn't look like Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> and I took her to her first date movie was Mississippi Burning. <laughs> I didn't get that Blu-ray for Christmas. <laughs> My friend in high school, it's one of my favorite horrible teenager stories, is that he realized, he, he was, unlike the rest of us nerds, he was like a high school ladies man. And he realized he set up two dates on the same night. Oh. And he went to Silver City, and I forget which one it was, but it was Child's Play 2 or Child's Play 3. So he went to see Child's Play 2 at like, like 7 o'clock or whatever, and it was like an 80 minute movie. Yeah. Walk this girl, and he swears this is true. Walk the girl to the bus stop. The girl got on the bus. The next bus pulled up. The other girl got off the bus, and he went to see Child's Play 2 again because that's what she wanted to see. So he saw the same movie back-to-back with two different girls and, and just, like, perfectly, like, it's sitcom like a, time. Like. So he's the only person in history to watch yeah, Child's, Child's Play, Play 2 back-to-back screenings at the same theater. I bet you bad Durf has it even done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My first date movie with the woman I'm married to now, mm-hmm. uh, you've met her. Yes. Um, it was Grifters, The Grifters. Okay, yeah. With John Cusack, who I yeah. hate. 
but that was the yeah. Who else is in isn't that? Annette? No, uh, is she in this? No, it's yeah, Angelica, yeah, Angelica and, Houston right. and Annette Bening, isn't it? No, I only saw it once in the theater. I haven't seen it yeah. since. It's funny because because back I joked that back when Gwen liked me more and wanted to impress me, she would come to more right. bad movies and horror movies. And now she doesn't, because back yeah. in the day she would come to see like she doesn't have to impress you. Yeah, and now she's like, no, now we're we're, we're contractually obliged yeah. to live together. Now you can't, you know, but because yeah, she would come to see like Blair Witch and stuff. And now she's she doesn't like horror films, so now she doesn't have to come to the horror films anymore with me. But she did come see the last couple of Jackie Chan movies and really enjoyed them. Yeah, they're making a sequel to Kung Fu Hustle. What? Kung Fu Yoga. <laughs> Sorry, yoga. Kung Fu Yoga is getting a sequel. What? Yeah. Was it? It's making killer money. I'd overseas. All over Asia. And How did it take somebody that long to think? Let's take the biggest star in the world and put him in a Bollywood movie. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, do we need it? What's it about? No, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> Is there a big dance number in it? I mean, because that, that was my favorite part. At of the, the end of the movie. Oh, I loved Instead it. Instead of having a good climax, yeah. they just started dancing. Just everybody dance for ten minutes and. Oh, this one should start there. It was weird how many. It's weird. I, you know, you can't help it. He's an older guy now, but just like young Jackie Chan, you can't beat. And these older ones, he still did it a bit. He still had a bit of jumping around. Oh, the Kung Fu scenes are well choreographed. I just didn't like particularly like a, there was like the settings. Like sometimes really like about Jackie Chan movies, especially the fight sequences, is the settings they're in. I liked I liked some of the potential when the guy's on, on the flying carpet and he's holding the stick and he takes yeah, the stick out. Yeah, yeah. Like that's fun stuff, but it wasn't particularly inventive enough. And I blame Stanley Tung, but yeah. uh, the choreography was pretty good. It just yeah. needed to be in a better location or a better. There's the, you know, wasn't interesting. There wasn't anything new. What was the last one shows. where he, the last one where he really went all Tried? out? Well, it's Chinese Zodiac. Yeah, that was yeah. the last one where he did all the yeah. major. There was that one on the mountain, or he said, yeah, he said no to Expendables three. So does Steve Gutenberg. But Jackie Chan <laughs> said no to Expendables 3, so was, he can go down the side of the mountain. I thought it was because he wanted game. to be the star of it. Well, he, um, I read... Um, like yeah, he pulled he a Bruce Willis or something, like, oh, I want more money. Or... Well, yeah, but he, what he did instead is he reshot a new opening for Chinese Zodiac oh. and spent as much money and as much time making a feature-length film on just that opening sequence going down on rollerblades. There's rollerblades all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, sequence. Yeah, it is, and, and that's when he tried really hard the last yeah. time and jumping out of the plane and doing that that end the finale yeah. at the end is really good and yeah that one's the action scenes are at least really inventive and fun to watch mm-hmm. and kung fu yoga which was a fun film mm-hmm. just that was you know especially coming from jackie chan and standing tongue which is a little less inventive than i wanted it to be like if you think of how good you know the ladder fight sequence in first strike yeah or underwater fighting with the sharks yeah or the michelle Yao jumping her motorcycle onto a moving train super cop like those two people brought you those scenes and in yeah. yoga just like oh there's a fight here now and there's, there's gonna be a line in the back seat of the car yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is funny it was funny watching my son because he's seen two of the Fast and Furious movies in the theater with me and hates them and you know he's, he sees you know we go see a lot of movies with car chases but I never heard him ooh and ah so much in my life than yeah. that car chase sequence in Kung Fu Yoga yeah. because those cars that get wrecked Oh God! And, yeah, and, and he knew all the makes of the cars. I don't, but he, he'd point to the cop cars, and he he knew all the makes of all the cars at the age of eleven. I yeah. think that's because of maybe because of Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I thought you were going to say Lego because maybe there's yeah, Lego. There Lego cars. Maybe, has anyone seen Lego Batman yet? I guess no. I'll show it here. So I'll, I'll see it when we get it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dying to see it. Yeah. As I've said before, if you would go back and tell ten-year-old me that 
There's a bunch of live action Batman movies coming. You don't care. There's a parody Lego cartoon, yeah. and you're dying to see that. Well, I read a review, a few review people saying this is the best Batman movie in years. Yeah. I'm like, that's not true. You just think that because the last one was such so shit. So bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Batman vs. Superman was so bad because before that was Dark Knight Rises, which yeah. is pretty awesome. And and, mm-hmm. and even though I'm not a giant fan of some of the Dark Knight stuff, even before that, I mean, even I would say, like, Batman 66 and then Batman and all the other films, there's been a lot of good Batman. But just it's right now, it's this Zack Snyder world we're in. Max and I watched Batman 66 just before seeing Oh, yeah, yeah. And it really helped. Oh, yeah. It really helped. And now we're watching Jim Cotta because of yeah. <laughs> Batman, <reference>. Lego Batman. <laughs> <a> <laughs> reference. Yeah. That's not a canon movie. Yeah. It's like an MGM movie, right? It's MG- but it should be a canon movie. It, it's Warner Brothers archive. It's a Warner Brothers release. Yeah, it yeah. should be canon. It should be because canon, I but thought, it's not. Because I met Manhem Golan, and I pitched Break Kata to him. I said, do you remember your movie, Jim Kata? And I realized last night watching Jim Kata, oh, he had nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> because it just feels a canon. It should be, yeah. Yeah, it, it, felt, it felt like that. So that's why he didn't give me much attention when I pitched Break Kata to him. Which is a combination of breakdancing and karate. The way Jim Cutter is a combination yeah. of gymnastics and karate. Funny, because the actor who stars in it's Jim It's the Cutter, next big thing. Yes, it sure is. <laughs> the actor who stars in Jim Cutter never made another movie. Well, he was one of those real-life martial artists. Gymnast. 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 He was a gymnast. Oh, yeah, he wasn't really a martial yeah. artist. So he's a gymnast pretending to act. Instead and Richard of, Norton's in that movie, right? Yes, he's excellent. Mad Max is... Max Fury Road. So he does the same. He's in both movies. He does the stunt choreography for both movies. Which is funny. We have, we've never shown Jim Cata here, but we have a trailer, 35 minute yeah, trailer yeah. that you've shown here. I would love to see it here. But You'll anyway. see lots of Jim Cata in Jim Jarmusch's Patterson <laughs> coming this Friday. I know. I keep thinking of Patterson. The, the more and more we digress. <laughs> isn't, isn't Jim Cata dedicated to the uh, Apollo 11 people? Or like there's this thing at the end like dedicated to a the... Jim Cata? Yeah. It has a thing at the end dedicated to the heroes of the... Well, we got, we got it. We watched it as long as it took us to drink two milkshakes. Yeah. We watched an hour of it last So we'll yeah. finish it tonight. I'll let you know. I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> NASA is given... <laughs> The pro- I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's really funny. It's not a good movie, but it's fun to watch. The big Richard Norton's a doll. I love yeah. That okay, let's talk about our... <laughs> if you insist. No, no. Our, um, what do we do at the Oscars? So for people who haven't been before, it's free for members, which always confuses people. It's a private screening for private members screening, only. But you can buy a membership for 10 bucks at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's first come, first serve. Once we sell out, which we usually do, we're packed. And it's just the Oscars up on the big screen. We give out prizes. Yeah, commercial breaks. We give out prizes, and it's going to be particularly good this year. Yeah, I hate. I hate. I I stayed up. I couldn't sleep one night because HMV's closing. Yes, and I, I'm, I'm really upset about it. But because HMV is closing, I've been buying a lot of Blu-rays, so I have a lot of great DVDs to give ah, out. Ah, good, good. <laughs> because every D- D- Blu-ray I have I buy, a few too. Add the DVD, give out. So yeah. even some Blu-rays. And it's um, and it is different because ninety-nine point five percent of the time you're going to get yelled at for checking your phone or talking during a movie here. But this one night a year, there's commercial breaks, and it's a very different feel because there's people milling about, people going out for smoke break, people going to get popcorn. And Andrew most likely will get fired on stage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and we have Lee will be up there hosting, and then I'll be at the back doing the the stressful balloting (laughs) countdown where you uh, can fill out a ballot before the show starts, and then whoever gets the most right wins some stuff. And it always comes down to this like back and forth of like, if people get this one right, 12 people win. If people yeah. get this one right, two people win. And even I think last week, uh, 
or sorry, last year, I think we even made a mistake and the guy was nice enough to come up and not be too angry at us. He was like, I think I was right as well. Well, isn't it usually the same guy who wins every year? There, There's a few people who are nuts, like who just, and I think the key is, it's always hard, is, is like, don't vote with your heart, vote yeah. with your brain. Or go online and see what Vegas, the yeah, Vegas yeah, odds yeah. are. But it's always super fun. You can fun. do that? Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, that's so Casey, Taranjo wins. Remember one year he won here. I seem to remember I won one year. But there's one guy who keeps winning. But it's always like the, the no, short... No, I think he keeps winning best dressed. Oh, yes, There's that this too. guy who always shows up in like a... Yeah. hundred <laughs> million dollar tuxedo. But it's yeah. like the... He's the... always here by himself. He's got no friends. Yeah. Oh, he's listening. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this guy at all. But yeah, he looks handsome. The, uh... The, the Bytown staff used to come always dressed up. Yeah. yeah. But there's always like... Short... We don't dress up. No. We don't need to. We're handsome. Yeah. <laughs> handsome <laughs> podcast. I'm wearing my tuxedo right now. <laughs> it's like short documentary subject. It's those of people, no one's seen those. So that's always just like a, a, you just take a guess, really. Yeah. And even, I don't know, sometimes the Bytown does it, but are they doing yeah. the short night? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing it. Yeah, so this there weekend, is a chance to see that. But a lot of those, unless especially the short animation, I've seen a couple just because like one was a Pixar and stuff like that. But it's always those ones that most people haven't, 90% of the people haven't seen them, so you're, yeah, you're that's really how, just guessing. That's how no one who knows anything about the Oscars can win, because yeah. even the people who know everything about Oscars will guess there. And stuff like sound, right. you're just kind of like, oh, that had good sound. But all the movies nominated for sound had good sound. You're just kind of <laughs> guessing. But I think Star Wars is particularly better than the rest. But yes. the reason why Star Wars never wins yeah. is because Lucas left Hollywood and he makes his films in a ranch in yeah. the middle of San Francisco and often doesn't work with the union actors or um, crews and the Holly and the Oscars hate him for it. Um, but I do like the sound. Then how did Rocky win? The first, that's 1976, things were different. The reunions were really a thing back then. I mean, the unions really came around like in the early 70s, right? Yeah. Where it was, a, you know, think about the opening and closing credits of movies and how different it is. Oh, it yeah, it's true. You know? and when you watch <laughs> movies on TV, they fast forward the end credits because they're obligated to play the end credits, but someone came up with the idea, oh, just fast forward them. You ever or see they a do that, they do that weird split screen where the, they yes. have the news guy come on, like, tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, Shindus List ends. <laughs> Tonight, Donald Trump. <laughs> well, you watch, like, especially an effects movie, and you look back in the day, even like you watch Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, there would just be normal credits. Yeah. But now, because there's so many, you've got, like, four names across yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Like, just going and going and going. So many people. The where truck it, drivers, hire stylists. Yeah, and credit. you look at, you watch a film, you know, you watch a classic, like Wizard of Oz or something, yeah. or Casablanca, that's the last one. That the we credits had were all at the opening of the movie. Yeah, and then at the end, it's the end. Yeah. And, like, you know, the, the, the grips aren't getting a credit. The yeah. caterers aren't getting a credit. The monkeys. Nobody. Or the midgets. But now, <laughs> now it's funny because a movie... I remember there was some movie at a theater I worked at when I was in Vancouver. I think it might have been like Dante's Peak or Volcano, one of those kind of mid-90s movies. The end credits for some reason, I guess because maybe they didn't realize how to like double up the names yet. The end credits were like 12 or 13 minutes long on like an 85-minute movie. I remember an usher coming out to us and being like, there's nothing at the end, and the credits are like 13 minutes long. <laughs> and we're like, oh my god, really? Now they, that's why they double everything up. But yeah. Airplane. Airplane is the first time I know I, there was something after the end credits. Yeah. I think that's the f Maybe the first. Yeah. But now everyone thinks there's something at yeah. the end. Like, oh, is there, is there anything at the end of yeah, disappointing Manchester by the Sea? And so I hate being in a movie theater, chain cinema, and I'm trying to enjoy I like end credit sequence mostly because of the suite. If I really like the score of a movie, yeah. mm -hmm. the suite 
plays out through the end credits. And I yeah. like listening to that. I like to listen also read, you know, where a film was shot. Here, you know, maybe see some uh, music uh, credits. Yeah. Um, Special so thanks. I, yeah, I like watching end credits. It gives you a nice time to talk about the movie as well. But ushers often come in and like, there's nothing at the end of the movie. <laughs> you can leave now. I'm like, I'm don't want to. I'm watching yeah. watching the movie still. Stop talking to me. Yeah, yeah. They think I'm sitting there to see the trailer for the next Patterson movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Samuel L. Jackson as Luke as uh, Nick Cage. What was the um, the Bill Murray movie Saint Vincent? had really fun end credits where it was just him sitting in a lawn chair singing oh, yes, a song. Yes. And it went for the whole credits. It was just him yeah. singing a song for three or four minutes. Yeah. And yeah, that was fun. I like that. Because yeah, I, I do admit sometimes on a big nerd movie, if I get to the end, there's nothing. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Oscars will be on February 26th. It'll be packed. Get here early. That's uh, not this Sunday. Uh, we, well, no, it, it's, Sunday. it's this Sunday oh, in the, the future. Yes, I get it. <laughs> when, when I'm hip. I'm hip. <laughs> And pre-show is at seven o'clock for the red carpet stuff, and then the movie or the ceremony starts at eight o'clock, and we'll have that all up on screen. Could win some cool prizes. Are people excited online or people? Yeah, calling? people are calling. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people always. Uh, and yes, you can dress up. Yes. People are always asking, like, do people dress up? Just wear your, your barrel with suspenders. Yeah, <laughs> and it is strangely like it is a, a event that will see people who don't come back. Like, there's some people who come just for the yeah, Oscars. They're like, yeah. come back and watch a movie. No, they want to go home and watch yeah. Bloodline or yeah. whatever it is on Netflix. Start with Ben Mendelsohn's in that. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know My neighbor's like, Lee, you got to watch it. you got to watch Bloodline. It's got the guy from Rogue One in it. You'll really like it. And I said, if you watch Animal Kingdom, I'll watch Bloodline. Yeah. And so I know it'll never happen because never they only happened. watch Netflix movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of talking to people who only watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not cinema. Come see a movie here. Yes. Uh, and before, just while it's on my mind, the Double uh, X or XX, it does have some Canadian content in it because one of the filmmakers used to work for Rue Morgue magazine. Mm. Oh, right. She's out of Toronto. Yeah. And then one of the other filmmakers, uh, although she uses her real name in the movie, is the, the singer St. Vincent. And it's four films plus some animation interlude. Yeah. It's the auto premiere coming up. So that, that's, that's our other new movie that's coming up this week. What are you looking at? What are you <laughs> oh, looking Dark Knight. I was thinking, what's the end of the night? I'm really oh, the, yeah, the Dark premiere. Knight. Dark Knight looks excellent. That's premiere. So that's the 24th. Yeah. Year. Dark Knight looks fantastic. Oh, Dark Knight as well. Okay, yeah. It has nothing to do with, well, it does have to do with Batman. Yeah. But um, that looks great. And, and it is, and not to make light of it, but it is the, it is quite the feel. I, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie like that, but to watch a movie like that, which is based upon a tragedy that happens in yeah. a cinema, oh, in a cinema, yeah. does make it... But apparently you don't see it. Okay. It's, all, it's, it's just it's before... All the, right, right, yeah. right. And it's weird because there's a Batman mask in the movie, but I guess that kind of is covered under, like... I'm always interested in, like, copyright, you know? Like, like they get away with that because it actually happened, and they're not really disparaging anything. It's just a true event. Have you seen the trailer in this theater? Yes. Like, yes. To me, that trailer, like, I won't miss it. Like, yeah. I always think of myself, if I had nothing to do with the Mayfair and I came to see a movie at the Mayfair, yeah. uh, I remember the, um, what was that movie we just recently showed about the alcoholic mom? Um, oh, um, yeah. Krisha? Krisha. Krisha. That trailer, Krisha. I loved how that played, trailer played in this room. And Dark Knight 2, it's like, oh, these are stellar. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to lo- The Lure. The Lure, yeah. Which, again, is uh, the trailer's great. And the poster, it's about two mermaids who go to work at a strip club. Such a bizarre... Yeah, it's it looks fun, so good. Kind of, it's fun pitching the movie to people. Yeah. Because they, they look at you like, no. Yeah. Two mermaids go to work at a strip club, and they said to kill everyone. Yeah. Uh, and then just before The Lure is... Uh, um, um, oh, Donald Cried? 
Right, which funny, yes, which, which is like a weird kind of a loser comedy, loser small town <laughs> comedy. Yes. And, and then we have the David Lynch documentary coming up oh, yeah. a little bit later in That's early really April. Good. Yeah. Which, not to plug television, but will be just in time for you to watch the new Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. And yeah, everyone asks, are we showing Twin Peaks at the, the main fair? It's like, I'd love to. Yeah. But, you know. Is Firewalk with me owned by Disney or something? It was Alliance, but now it's nobody. Andrew can release that movie. You could buy the right when I it's fire not you. It's not when we E1. fire you and after Rogue One doesn't win any Oscars, you can go start your own distribution company and release Firewalk with me. But you have to watch it first. You haven't seen it. Haven't no. Twin Peaks? Have you? That's I've seen. I have seen it. Right. I, I wish we were dating and I could show you that movie. <laughs> I, I, I gotta watch Twin Peaks. I have Firewalk the box set. I've watched a couple of the episodes. It's good. But it's, it's interesting. All these filmmakers coming back. I, I hope to see. David Lynch back on the big screen again yeah. in the aftermath of this. Yeah. But um, I yeah. gotta go. Yeah, let's wrap up. <laughs> I was just gonna say we're running long and we've been talking so much about Patterson. About everything else except the Mayfair. Uh, so you can always double check online if we've forgotten something, because as I said, we're Dark Knight. I'm glad we yeah. were able to say Dark Knight. So but yeah, come see Dark Knight, Patterson, and Double X, and then we'll have a bunch of Oscar Not Triple X. Not, Not Triple X, Double X. There's no Vin Diesel. Drop in this one movie. X and you get a good movie. And uh, <laughs> that's the slogan for the PC. <laughs> With, with Vin just giving like a thumbs down and crying. We'll see you all at the Oscars. Thanks for listening. Uh, go visit our friends at House of Targ and check out Audible, the link on our website to go get a audiobook online on us. Get the Robert Altman biography. I just listened to it. Oh, is it good? It's really cool. good. Excellent. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.